Welcome to the Holy Aligned podcast with me, your host, Kira Jean Roberts, helping you live a life in alignment. Yay for that. How are you doing? So much going on and lots coming up for people. So don't worry if you're in the mire, in the mud, you're troughing through some old stuff, old memories are surfacing, like, gee, I thought I dealt with that. Why is this coming up now? Don't worry, don't worry. You are just going through a transformation. So what I thought would be really helpful is to talk to you a bit more about this idea of a well-being fund. So how to nurture your well-being fund and firstly understand what do I mean by that? It actually gets a whole chapter in my book, Holy Aligned, Holy Alive, Awakening Your Inner Physician, because it's really, it gives a frame, if you like, that reminds us we are so much more than the silos of how much we're moving, what we're eating, what kind of sleep health we've got going on at the moment. Being human is very complex, isn't it? So only you can know your own complexity. And remember, at the end of the day, it's actually beautifully simple what does keep us well. Uh, that The human mind, of course, likes to search for complexity and we're designed, we're wired to avoid pain and seek pleasure. So when it comes to the perspective of evolutionary biology, it really helps to understand that we're not at the mercy of our minds. There is a negative bias, it's the left brain uh, wanting to keep us safe. So we, we wanna like bring in the intuitive capacity, the lunar energy of the right brain, that artistic side, that creative side, which we all have access to. So don't be telling yourself, oh, I'm not creative. Of course you are. You got up this morning, you put on some clothes, you made breakfast. These are all acts of, of create creativity. So let's unpick this well-being fund. Actually, you have, you know, I have a background in banking. I've been running my own business in holistic health for about eight years now, but I did, I had a previous world uh, working in, in banking. So private banking more specifically and in credit risk. So we, we would deal a lot with, well, you know, we would call it wealth management, you know, the, the handling of of client portfolios, looking at their investments, looking at their liabilities, how to leverage investments, how to get the best yields, etc., etc. And I really thought, well, yes, that's very interesting, isn't it? Wealth management, but what about health management? How how are we managing that fund? Because it's the most important fund of all, isn't it? And it's not just about money how we invest in ourselves is not just about money. Yes, of course, money plays a part and we have to also be brutally honest and remember income absolutely affects health outcomes. So uh, we're lucky um, that we have our basic needs met. And, and if you're not having them met right now, then I send so much love to you and just trust that things, things can change and morph bit by bit. So let's come into a, let, let me give you a visual first. So imagine like a big pie chart. So a lovely sphere, a lovely circle, which reminds us of the, the continuity of life that has these six 
divisions. So six pieces of your, your well-being pie. And uh, I'll list them out and then we'll break them down a little bit. So we've got nutrition, of course, you know, what and how much we eat, which is actually, when it comes to public health, a huge influence on our public health. And so much of diet and lifestyle drives dis-ease in the body. Sleep, an absolute evolutionary need. So if your sleep is out, oh my goodness, it's a toughie, isn't it? Because it means everything else is going to start getting uh, dominoed. Your mood, appetite, cravings for fast carbs, all of this. So nutrition, sleep, movement. So how we move our bodies. We were designed as these amazing, efficient beings. That's our, that's our nature. That, that is who we are by design. Now, of course, the wear and tear comes in with how we choose to run our bodies. You know, are we running, running our bodies into the ground are we putting in fuel that is really not honoring them? Um, yeah, this is tough, right? So it's not as if we can change everything overnight, but we can certainly, I'm a massive fan of small changes because you, the, that, the magic actually happens in the day-to-day -day fabric. And then it comes to purpose. So as a yoga teacher, as well as a nutritionist, having a sense of purpose, and I know certainly for my own life, having my, my sense of purpose that I know I have walked through the fire of my own lived experience with my kidneys in order to alchemize, in order to heal on so many levels, and it's always ongoing, by the way, there's no end point, that my purpose is to help as many people, thousands if not millions across the world, awaken their inner physician. So that's my purpose. What's yours? What's yours? Because it really will give you a sense of fulfillment. And don't be searching for it. Let it land. It could be something that you just want to be the best mother to your children or you just want to paint the most beautiful colors and breathe in nature and just go for long walks. It doesn't need to be complicated. You know it in your very being, your purpose, your dharma, as it's called in Sanskrit. And then we have wealth. So of course, in our well-being fund, wealth can have various meanings. So yes, of course, it's about money, but it's also crucially our relationship with money. How do we feel about money? What were the messages that we received around money growing up? Was it, um, did your father say, nah, you know, it's, you gotta, you gotta hustle your way through life, life's out to get you, you know, you gotta get what you need. Or did you grow up with um, lots of money and then you started to resent it because you saw that actually having money didn't help very much. You know, it's, all, it's in the nuances, it's in the nuances. The relationship with money, mostly when people have relationship um, issues with money, they will usually have um, a self-esteem issue going on. Like they, they don't feel worthy, don't, they don't feel deserving. Um, it's that, that scarcity attitude, which, you know, for example, people who were raised by parents um, who grew up in wartime, who are like, gosh, we're lucky if we get a loaf of bread in the week, of course, that's gonna that's gonna put a lot of fear into the ancestral DNA. So it's it's so multifaceted, and you don't need to get it right. This is always a constant exploration. So just be curious about how much wealth you do have in your life, and you don't need to have bundles of money. It's it's how much it, how much feels enough for you. What's a good monthly income for you? What feels right? 
what's like yeah yeah that's really good maybe you're somebody who loves a simple life I know I do and actually having transitioned from a career in banking where I earned very good money I really had to I didn't have a choice my soul yearned for something else I had to follow that and took a huge drop in my income but I was so clear in fulfilling my purpose in that I was doing what I was what I was born to do that it didn't matter that my income was much less now of course over the, the, the years of running my own business I've looked into that that a little bit more like okay well I don't need to limit myself around that I can still earn good money here I don't need to just um, be a pauper just because I'm doing what I love so it's, it's all about balance and you know remember it's about the nuances the nuances the subtleties so this is why it's really important to get quiet to get quiet and tune in and then finally we have support so so important isn't it if you're somebody at the moment that that feels very lost and uh, especially during lockdown time maybe you, you maybe you're on your own and you feel really vulnerable and you're missing people a lot especially if you're an extrovert um, but you know stepping away from that of course like there was life before lockdown and there will be life after it what who are the people that make you sing that that make your heart feel like like it, it just wants to bloom those are the people you want to surround yourself with not the pe not the negative Nellies not the people who are running their lives with victimhood it, it's yeah, who are the people that are shining their truth it doesn't mean that they're perfect goodness nobody's perfect but that you you accept them from for who they are but you love them nonetheless because of what they offer you and because of the reciprocity you have between you so it's friends it's family it's your community you know your wider community do you feel part of something do you feel like you can knock on your neighbor's door and go hey i need some help here uh, and your work environment as well are you nourished are you supported in your work environment or is your boss a total asshole you know it's like these are all lessons along the way because what we don't like in others is usually what we don't like in ourselves so we dance with the mirrors we dance with the mirrors rather than getting stuck in our shadow so those are the pieces of the pie so let's just break those down a little bit more because there's a lot here there's a lot here so it might be and I'll write in the description the six the six things and then you can reflect on them as you wish but nutrition is we don't need to be fixated we don't need to follow anyone else's rules it's very simple you know that we hydrate well with good quality water we don't load ourselves with a whole load of of junk food which is very very arduous on the system it causes a lot of cellular inflammation but it's not just what we eat that can cause that inflammatory cascade within to be triggered so if you if you've got things like presentations of arthritis or heart palpitations or you know you, you you feel puffy what's going on in your tissues anger is a big driver of inflammation as well and palpitations you know you're getting palpitations you've got to you've got to alchemize your anger as well so nutrition is so much more than what we eat it's like what again what were our messages around food growing up did we grow up with processed food because that was the best that your parents or maybe your single parent could do you know here you just got to have a bowl of frosties just get, i got to go to work for example so it's just honoring it you're allowed to unpick this you're allowed to do the self-inquiry and it's safe for you to do so because ultimately it's about healing from the inside out 
Recognizing also healing is actually bi-directional. So yes, it is the inside out, but we need to draw upon external factors such as the foods we choose to eat, such as the relationships we choose to nurture, so that that the external and the internal are dancing with one another. But ultimately it is it is that awakening from within, the awakening of your inner physician or the awakening of your inner artist, the awakening of your inner mother, whatever it is, what resonates to you. And when it comes to sleep, how are you sleeping at the moment? There, it might be that there's you're, you're having troubles falling asleep. So I'll give you a couple of tips around sleep. Do not look at social media, emails, uh, violent television programs in you know at least half an hour before you go to bed at least and and really avoid having any kind of electronics in your bedroom think of your bedroom as the sanctuary it's your haven it's where you go into the depth of dream time which is as valid a state as the waking state and arguably you know a lot of the perennial wisdoms will say we're more awake in our dreams than we are in life how how much are we just asleep to life asleep to who we really are so yeah and having if nutritionally actually some high tryptophan foods can be really great so tryptophan tryptophan is an amino acid um interesting that in america the the food of thanksgiving is turkey and turkey is is high in tryptophan it's a feel-good food bananas are also high in tryptophan chicken so you know if you eat meat if you don't that's completely fine um so yes just bit by bit bit by bit and also remember remember you deserve to sleep well there can be many issues you know maybe you had a parent who slept terribly who had a terrible insomnia all their lives and you grew up around that so you grew up thinking oh maybe it's normal to have insomnia you know the, this is the unconscious we got to dig into the unconscious to bring it to our conscious awareness. Activity and movement. Well, I will simply ask you, how do you like to move your body? What did you love to do as a child? Why did you stop doing it? What um, stories have you sold yourself around? Well, no, I've got joint pain. I can't move. There will be something that you can do, even if it's just going for a walk, even if it's just doing some um, big stretches. There's something. So we're designed to move we're designed to move purpose do you feel a sense of fulfillment do you feel you have a sense of purpose and if the answer is no that's okay just let yourself reflect on it or if the answer is well yes i'm very clear on what my purpose is but i'm not able to give life to it because i've got stuck down um, a career that i, I really don't like so again, don't jump off cliffs with these things. For me, when I transitioned out of banking, I didn't just suddenly, right, I'm done. I, I had a strategy. I studied nutrition for three years whilst I was still working full time in banking. I planted seeds. I listened to my heart. I also had a very compelling health issue arise that was like, no, I'm not. I don't want to sit and, and die in this corporate chair. What propels you? What drives you? What have you come to this planet to do? Share your skills, share your talents. Don't hide them, share them. There's no value in remaining hidden. 
There really isn't. You're allowed to shine. You're allowed to shine. Wealth. So yeah, again, just let yourself reflect on your relationship with money. If we think of currency, you know, if we think of, um, that's one of the key terms when it comes to money. Um, currency and current currency, current flow. Can you view money as a flow? Are you somebody that feels like maybe you've earned a lot of money over the years, but you feel, no, I've got to keep, I've got to hang on to it. It's all, it's all that I have. Then it's going to get stuck. It's just going to be a, a, a weight that's wearing you down. There has to be a flow. There has to be a flow. So if you've got money, spend it, share it. Know that more will come. Be generous. Be generous. If you're in a place to be generous, be generous. And generosity comes from a sense of heart. You know, if you're if if you hang out with people who are mean, you know, if they they never buy a round of drinks, this kind of thing, or you know, show up. Oh, I forgot my wallet. That's that's not a generous energy. That's not to judge them. It's just to recognize, okay, they've got they've got some money issues going on. They've got perhaps a scarcity mentality going on that's holding them back. So yeah, you know, what is your access to money? What is your access to money? How do you feel about money? You know, do you do you feel like it's something terrible? Uh, you know, of course we've we've started to worship at the altar of money, so it's not. We have to have a balanced view of it. It's. If you look at people who are very rich, and we see this play out in celebrities, that there's a lot of dysfunction, there's a lot of addiction. It's very, it's very sad because money, it cannot buy you happiness, but we need to have access to it. And, and it needs to feel in the right amount to you. So yeah, reflect on that. And then support again. So who are your best people? Who are your best people? Who do you love to be around? Be around them more. Tell them that they're your best people. Show them that they are. And if you're somebody that struggles to vocalise emotions, just demonstrate it in another way. Send them a lovely card through the post. It's so nice in this technical age to get a handwritten letter. Oh my gosh, it feels so good, doesn't it? So maybe that's one thing. You can just get five postcards or you know little note cards if you want to seal them in an envelope and send them to the people that, that really matter to you, that they really matter to you, that you they're held in your heart and they always will be there. Even if it's someone from long ago, maybe it was an aunt or an older woman that came into your life and just gave you such a gem of a piece of advice. Check in with them. Hey, how are you doing? I've been thinking of you. Tell them that they had that effect on you. Thank them. Gratitude is heart medicine. So I'm going to leave it at that, lovelies. Um, yeah, there's a lot there. Unpick it, reflect on it. As ever, take what resonates, leave the rest. So much love your way.